Well, hey, welcome to GC365. My name is Alex. I'm here with my friend Patrick, Patrick Mooney. Um, and we are, uh, what are we, day 317, 317 right? Yeah. 317, so November 13th for, for this year. Happy Saturday, yeah. we are, as we're, as we're filming here on a nice, beautiful fall day. Well, Patrick, you and I have gotten to know each other kind of really recently. Um, yeah. You joined our, uh, our the guys' small group I have on Tuesdays and um, yeah. jumped into that. You, you've... You've joined some other small groups too. So yeah. with your wife, Bridget, share a little bit about yourself. So um, I'm Patrick Mooney, as uh, Alex said. Um, we've been coming to Gold Creek for about 14 years. Uh, my wife and I started here when we were dating. And then uh, uh, we told Pastor Dan that we were thinking about getting married. And he said, well, what are you waiting for? Well, let's do it on Thursday this week. And so, <laughs> that is Dan right there. Yeah, so basically we got married actually a lot quicker than we, we thought, <laughs> thanks to Dan, but I'm happy we did. So we've been married now 11 years. That's great. And uh, just recently, like Alex said, we, we joined a small group about a year ago and um, to become more involved in the church. And then I, I joined a men's group, which yeah. Alex runs on Tuesdays. And that's, it's been great. Yeah, well, I'm good. At, I mean, and now um, here I am. Look you're doing Accelerate as well, is that right? And I'm doing Accelerate as well. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's our kind of our leadership class that we do here. It's a it's a great thing to do. So, um, and you guys have got a blended family. We have a blended family. Um, like I said, we've been married 11 years. So we both married before that. And uh, Bridget has two kids that live in Spokane. They're 20, uh, 21, and 23. Big test there. Yeah, and I have <laughs> two that live in Monroe. And they are 19 or 18, soon to be 19, and 22. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, good. Well, good. Well, let's get into it here yeah. a little bit. Um, we can talk about your hobby. You're sharing with me your hobby. We can talk about that in a minute, in a minute or sure. so. You, um, you were a woodworker. I'm very en envious of that, of yeah. the, the patience to do that. But So here we are, Ezekiel 27, 28 we're going to be in, and then we jump down into Hebrews and Psalms and uh, and Proverbs. So. Oh, so what do you think here? Here we are. We got Ezekiel doing a little, um, little prophecy of Tyree's demise, the end, right? Verse yeah. two, right away, a funeral song, a prophecy of a funeral song. Yep. Oof. Not sure I'd want that prophesied over me. Yeah. But if he does it here, and then he actually does it as well down in 28 over the king. So what, uh, what stood out to you today? Um, well, it, this was a, I think a pretty powerful city. Um, and it, and it, it started out, I think, in a in a right way, um, but then it it went bad, and they they didn't uh, they didn't really follow God anymore. And so, as often happens in the Old Testament, you don't do that; things go bad. Things usually how it goes. Things go bad, and yeah. I think I mean just in general, right? I would say in life, it's uh, oftentimes even though we maybe don't see it necessarily, mm -hmm. but things go bad. You and I were even just talking out before we came in, but of. You could put, I mean, yes, the city is Tyree, but mm -hmm. you could have it put a blank. Right. Uh, London, Rome, Seattle, New York City, sure. you yeah. know, I mean, LA, whatever it might be is, is, is the, I mean, this was a city that was, it, it was a powerful city. Yeah. Um, there's a saying out there that I've been, it's been told to me before and I believe in it. It's kind of a, uh, I don't know if John, well, Mac, John Maxwell started or not, but it's, you know, it's everything rises and falls on leadership. And we see that, I think, in chapter 28, where, where we then understand why Tyree was so full of pride, why it was a city that, that as I saw one commentary thing was it, Tyree, the people of Tyree, they loved things, mm -hmm. possessions more than they loved people. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's, that's, a, that's an example of leadership 
of, of the king at that point in time that was leading them. Because that's what we see in chapter 28, where basically Ezekiel goes on to prophesy about the fall of, of this king. Yeah. Um, I mean, and he was a man of, I mean, we, this is, you know, verse 28 there, right? Verse, or sorry, chapter 28, uh, down in verse 12, it was, um, the king was a, mo- a model of perfection, full of wisdom and exquisite beauty. You were in the Eden, the garden of God, and I ordained and anointed you the mighty angelic guardian. You were blameless in all you did from the day you were created until the day, and here it is, the fall, Mm -hmm. the day evil was found in you. You were sharing, I forget where it was, but it was about the hardened hardened hearts. Um, It wasn't in today's readings. It was from a a while while back back, in uh, Thessalonians, Yeah, um, where God would harden the hearts of those, um, and they would follow basically follow Satan. And, um, and, and I don't want to be on that. Yeah. I don't want to be on that side of the equation. Um, so that's a, you want to be on the right side. I think you want to be, um, you want to be on God's side at the end of the yeah. day, you know, you know, and, and to be a, so, okay, it's a city, but I mean, Tyree is a city. Yeah. Maybe Tyree is a family. Yeah. Maybe Tyree is your business. Right? Are you full of? Is 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 the business full of pride? Or what is the warning that that we are to take out of this, Patrick? How, how do we take this out? And and I, I mean, it's fun how we. One of the things I love about the the one year Bible is is that you get to see God's presence and working through the Old Testament and as it comes alive in the mm-hmm. New Testament. And we're mm-hmm. going to jump to the New Testament in a minute, but but I know again he's prophesying over this city, but it's and this king, but it's easy to say this is. This could be our family, right? This, sure. You know. I mean, one of the things I got out of that, um, out of this uh, chapter was the the king saw himself as better than God mm-hmm. and, and started running things as if he was God. And I think we do that in our lives a lot. You know, I think we, I mean, I know I do. I guess I can't speak for anybody yeah, else. I'm, but it's, that's a struggle. I oftentimes have to slow down and say, what is God saying to me as opposed to God let me have this? Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to what am, what do you want me to have? What do you need me to do for you? Um, as opposed to this is what I want to do, Lord, make it happen. Right. And so I, I think that w- the danger in becoming like a God is that you're not God. I mean, yeah. And so you're going to get, in this case, pretty much all the blessings are taken away from this guy and his his kingdom is destroyed. And I think that can happen to us mm-hmm. if you get too far away from God's word and from from uh, humbleness and faithfulness. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens, right? The, the, there's evil found in you. Mm-hmm. And what does God do? He banishes him, right? And and yeah. here he is, is. It's a comparison of Satan really being banished from, from heaven at that point. It's kind of the comparison that when you read through it and it's interesting. You and I are, as you joined my the, mm-hmm. the Tuesday group that we're a part of, is we've been going through this Revelations uh, version plan, and it's an audible thing. It's been it's been good. I I just it's interesting to go through. It's not normally a book anybody goes through, or yeah. And and we've been going through it for quite a while as as a group. So you're not that far behind, um, even though you just jumped in. But it's just to this this week and in it, it was talking about how it describes Satan as the accuser, one who the one who accuses. And then the other word I was using was deceiver. Mm-hmm. And I think that here you have a king. Here we have Alex, yep. Patrick, right? You, and we're on the right path with God. 
And then all of a sudden, just as we were talking about, and and Satan is, he is not a biased guy where he's only going to come and pick on certain certain ones. You were, you were talking about, I mean, how Satan went and accused and tried to deceive Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I think he goes, actually, I think he goes after us more than anybody. More, what, what he really wants to, I mean, yeah. once he's got us tripped up, like, okay, he's got the king on the on this path, he's probably on to the next and let's let's yeah. figure this out. But yeah. it's, it's um, yeah, it was just kind of interesting how, how yeah. I found it interesting. Here we are, and we're doing this. It was Revelations chapter 12, as we were looking at, and here we've got, then it comes right into this in our Ezekiel readings. Yeah. Um, and actually kind of ties right in with our Hebrew readings. Yeah, it really um, does. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, but at the end of it, chapter 28 there, it ends, uh, or verse 28 ends with the promise of God's people living in complete safety, um, and which will happen. And it was a little note I had there. And so I just thought, you know, it's, it's, which is what we kind of talk about as we jump into the faithfulness of God. Oh yeah. Uh, in Hebrews. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, what would we say? We were talking about this earlier, but it was, it's a little, it's very easy to say to live by faith in God, hard to do. Yeah. And yet here we have some great examples of it. Uh, and of course it starts off with probably one of the greatest examples of mm -hmm. Abraham. Yeah. Sac asked to sacrifice his son. The most which... prized possession that you, that, you know, we're both dads Yeah. to our sons or daughters or whatever you're, uh, hey, to, to even go through that, you know, uh, but it was by faith, by faith. Yeah, I, I think Abraham. I think all of these examples in this chapter, of course, had incredible faith um, in in God and, and in God's faithfulness, which uh, is remarkable. I mean, they, especially in these instances, the yeah. things that they were asked to do. It's inspiring. It is. It's it is inspiring, and it gives us something to aim for, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I love where it ends in this in this Hebrews chapter. Uh, that we're that we're looking at, where the, one of the last examples, right? Yeah, was is that uh, that here he is, end by faith that Rahab the prostitute had. Right. So anybody, it doesn't matter who you are, you're you're worthy of of God's grace and faithfulness. Yeah, it gave me hope because I yeah. look at these guys, at Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. Sorry, I yeah. fall short. Yeah. Yeah, but I can kind of relate to the prostitute who's who's messed up and who's sinned and who's yeah. you know. And I know these guys weren't sinless. We know that they right. aren't Jesus. Right. But yet, boy, they certainly were. They were, they were a notch above where I am. I'll yeah, tell you that. Too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so just yeah. a great reminder. And I think there's a reason that that Rahab made it into the Bible. Yeah, good, good, I think so. People, us, we can relate to it. Yeah. You know. For sure, but, but the the question is: Is how do we do this, Patrick? How do we live a life full of faithfulness for God to honor God each well, day? Yeah, well, I think this is a good good way to start. Um, getting in the Word every day, reading the Bible, um, getting together with people in your in your circle and discussing yeah. it. Um, I, I think that's a great great place to start. I know I, I've really enjoyed reading this uh, from from day one. It's, we've tried. This is the I think the third year that we've tried okay. to get through the entire. How, are we going to make it? We are going to make it this year, but it's going to be the first time. So, it, you know, we've had to keep trying and trying and, and get into it. And so we're going to make it this year, and I'm glad we have, and we're going to do it again next year. And yeah. it, it's been a real uh, blessing. Well, I'll tell you, I've, I don't know how many times I've done it. As staff, this is what we do. Uh, every time, though, I, I go in and read it, something new. Yeah. Right? And oh, it's sure. just the living word comes, it pops out. Of course. All right, we'll continue on Psalms uh, 111. One through 10, I love it. Praise 
the Lord. I will thank the Lord. How amazing are the deeds of the Lord. All who, all who delight in him should ponder them. Everything he does reveals his glory and majesty. His righteousness never fails. It just goes on. And, and how fear of the Lord is the true foundation of wisdom. All who obey his commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise him forever. I just think it's the, the, the irony doesn't fall or it's, it's, it's not lost on me. Of here, here how we just, if, as you look through all of this, as you read it, consync, what is the word? Con and a consistent, right? Cons mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say. Sure. Sinkly, right? You sink it all together and you see this and you say, oh, wow, okay. Living by faith, the challenge that we saw in leadership of, 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 of living. And then here we have Psalms, who just is, wow. Just kind of puts it all together. Yeah. You know, basically, who obeys his commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise him forever. That's pretty much, uh, that's pretty much it, right? It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty rich. All right, Proverbs 27. I'm going to let you take this one. Well, I don't think so. Go ahead. So. No, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just X'd out of oh the Bible. Oh, my gosh, I just lost it. How did I lose that? What well, happened? Well, basically, <laughs> it, it says uh, some things that are, are not nice about your wife. Uh, or my wife. No, it's, it just talks about... It says a quarrelsome... Now, here's what I did. I put it in my yeah. notes here. A quarrelsome anyone. Yeah, yeah. Okay? <laughs> wife, husband, friend. Right? Someone who's looking for a fight. Um, and I would just say this, I would say somebody who's looking for a fight who doesn't, isn't having the, isn't living by faith in God and yeah. isn't trying to, who is trying to deceive and, and accuse you. And I think it's a warning, right? That, that Satan comes in all shapes and sizes. Not that our spouses are, are Satan, but at the same time, Satan wants nothing more than to trip us up. And here, right here, a, a yeah. quarrelsome husband, a quarrelsome friend, a quarrelsome wife is it's probably going to trip us up yeah. because we're going to sit there and begin to doubt and second guess. And, and you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's a, it's a great warning to all of us. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I know. I mean, one of the things that my wife and I enjoy doing is reading the Bible every day. We, we read this at breakfast every morning um, and then talk about it. So um, if, if as long as we're on the same page, it's, it's fantastic. You know, we get to discuss this and grow. If she was quarrelsome about it and annoying, you know, that would be a, that would be a problem. Yeah, it would be. And if you were quarrelsome, and or if, if you I tried was to pick a fight on it, yeah. you know, it's definitely that way. No, you know, it's, again, it just all syncs together. It's, um, you know, it's, it's a lot like, you know, so one of the hobbies you were sharing with me is you're a woodworker yeah, and right. uh, you use, you've, you've made it, you, what'd you say? The last table you made was? Uh, just a little end table for, okay. our, for our guest room. Okay. Um, it, it just out, all out of hand tools, so no power tools. All out of, like, I mean, that's yeah. you're literally like a man like Jesus right Wood there. Plant. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Like, Sometimes I think about that. I'm just like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Um, but yet to bring it all together and and to see that in thing and how it sinks, just it must give you a lot of great satisfaction. Yeah. Um, at the same time, through the process, I'm, I'm, I spent, so my, one of my hobbies is, is, is raising farm animals. Yeah. So a lot of times I'm down there by myself with the animals and, and seeing them grow and be strong. It's, it, it gets you to quiet time, I guess is where I'm going with it. Where you, I imagine you're doing this woodworking in your shop, garage, somewhere yeah, by, by yourself, right? And what's interesting, and this just came to me, uh, is what's interesting is, so in that, in woodworking with uh, hand tools, mm -hmm. um, you cannot achieve perfection like you can with power tools. Okay. You can't replicate the same way you can with power tools. Really? 
And so interestingly, um, so Jesus made me, or God made me, and I'm not perfect. Yeah. Oh. And when I make something like that, I can see all the flaws. Ooh. But I still am proud of it. I'm still proud of the piece I made. That's so, and I think that's that's probably true of me and in, in in God too. I would 100. percent I've never heard that like that before. That is, um, you just like I think we probably should edit this whole thing. Just have that last little <laughs> sentence you said. It'll be the shortest, but the, yet shortest. the most powerful one. Yeah. That is really good. That's um, very insightful about how that. I had no. I I am not a woodworker. I told you before. I, I would I would enjoy it. My woodworking is is like building fences and sure. keeping my cows in and stuff um, and other animals that we have. But but uh, I've always been envious of people who can, in the right way, but who can make something like that. And then my brother in law does that. He's a woodworker, and it's always just like the things that he makes. We cut a cedar tree down in our backyard a number of years ago. My father-in-law came, took the, took the, the, the chunks, the you know, good four-foot chunks. Right. He had a sawmill at the time, so he cut them up and laid them out to dry. And my brother-in-law then made uh, my wife, his wife, unbeknownst to her, and then um, uh, our brother-in-law's wife, so our sister-in-law, um, all of them out of this cedar tree. This this big, each of them got their own chest, and it's just oh wow, it's a it was it's yeah, beautiful, cool. right? Really and cool. it was so cool just yeah. to see that and how that was made. And and now I look at it, it looks perfect, but I imagine that he looks at it and sees the imperfections in it of what was done. Yeah. Now he maybe used I don't know how he did it, but yeah, but he probably tools, does. He tools, probably but, sees if there if there yeah. are imperfections to yeah. him, he'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, Patrick, thanks for joining us. Yeah, we uh, we hope you enjoyed today. It was, um, you know, this is just great, great scripture. Hopefully you're it, like, I don't know where you are in the one year Bible. If you've been up to date, I know I'm, I'm actually a couple days behind right now. So I'm going to spend the weekend when I'm out with my cows. We have a new calf. So I'm spending a little more time out with the cows. Uh, just listening to the word. And I just encourage you, hey, um, get up, on, get up to speed on the word and finish the year. I mean, we're almost there. Here we are, November 13th. Uh, finish the year strong and um, you'll be, you'll be blessed by it. So have a great weekend. Yeah. See ya.